Hey everybody, this is Armando Torres and this is the show before the show. Uh, it is currently around 11 p.m. on Sunday night and uh, we had some technical difficulties with our main feed episode which was supposed to be part four of our series on Heaven's Gate. Um, unfortunately, that episode is going to now have to come out next week because uh, we will have to re-record it. But in the meantime, we wanted to give you something to listen to this week, so we're giving you a little sneak peek at our new show, The Speculation Zone. This week we have fellow comedian Katie French on, and Katie French was raised pagan. Yeah. Uh, and we talk about Midsummer uh, or Midsummer, as I learned that it's pronounced, and its ties to the actual pagan practices that people like Katie grew up with. And it's really interesting. It's a super great episode, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Um, our guest, Katie French, you can find her on Instagram at Katie French, that's K-A-T-Y-F-R-E-N-C-H, or you can find her on Twitter at Katie I French. Uh, again, Katie is spelled K-A-T-Y. Or you can watch her talk show web series, which is called uh, Living with Jonathan and Katie. That is on YouTube. Super funny. Definitely check it out. And I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. So without any further ado, let's get on into it. Tuning into Speculation Zone. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have Andrea Gazzetta. Yay! Oh, yay! I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's too it's early. It's so early for Armando. And we also have. And we also have our lovely guest. I'm Katie French. Yay! yay! It's going to be awesome. It's 8 a.m. and I am sitting in a lawn chair. <laughs> Professional operation we're running here. We're finally just committed to being white trash. We're in it now. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so the reason we asked Katie to be here is because she was raised. How would you describe it? Pagan. Uh-huh. And specifically Viking pagan. Norse pagan. Norse pagan. Yeah. yeah Scandinavian pagan. Okay. And you saw last night. Midsommar. Fun times. How did you I feel? I saw my childhood home videos. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Very triggering. As I've tweeted about, I have done so many things yeah. that were in the trailer. And then I saw the movie and I was like, oh, wow, I've done even more than I thought. <laughs> oh, this is very close to home. I, I loved you posted before the movie came out a picture of you in what looked like later hosen. Like, yes. <laughs> basically just like prepping for midsummer. Like, and yes. it's it's a fantastic As photo. a little blonde demon child yeah um yeah we can post that on the extras put it on throw it on the instagram there you Amazing. go oh my god i want that so bad but yes <laughs> i um, guess the only cool part growing up is that if you ever have a breakup you can just put them in a bear skin and then oh yeah <laughs> burn burn you're assuming i haven't um, <laughs> oh quick spoiler alert for this episode oh yeah well oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll put one in this okay fine cool. yeah. 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 obviously it's gonna be called like uh katie french lived midsummer yes <laughs> 500 Days of Midsummer. That's my <laughs> sequel. Uh, so, 
was your dad raised pagan? I guess. A better no. Question? Okay. No. So I'll just let's just origin story. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, please. Katie French lifestyle. So uh, my parents met at the Renaissance Fair. Amazing. Because they were, they worked there. I feel like that's where Nerds. most pagans meet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is my classic opener. Um, my parents met at the Renaissance Fair, so they were already into like historical reenactment pagan like in the renaissance fair if you haven't been there if you are i have i a love a person the of color listening fair. is what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please explain uh, yeah Some white people fit. <laughs> it's a recreation of like uh england during the renaissance but it's set at a may day celebration and that was like a very common european pagan thing right it's mm-hmm. like the green man it's we survived winter so we're doing a spring May Day celebration. So there's like a lot of kind of like pagan tie-in to Renaissance Fair stuff. Anyways, um, so my parents met there. They were all into that. Them and all their friends, like my even like my my stepdad and his ex-wife, like the whole squad. Mm. Everybody I knew was like into this <laughs> stuff. And so then my parents got divorced, and uh, my dad uh, got a little wackier. And it happens. He yeah. So he uh, was always very into Vikings, Norse mythology, Norse gods, and sometimes believed himself to be a reincarnated Viking chief. Whoa. Yep, of course. Classic yeah. dad. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. hard to find a Father's Day card for a yeah, reincarnated yeah. Viking chief sometimes. He's like, I've got my own apartment now, so you yeah. can come visit. And also, I'm a Viking chief. And welcome <laughs> to, we would call them a longhouse. But uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so you want to come visit my studio apartment in Valhalla? Right, literally. <laughs> literally. Thanks for name dropping Valhalla, by the way. Because yeah. my dad still feels like he, he would always ask me to make sure he died with a sword in his hand. What? What? Or else you can't enter Valhalla. Oh, my God. So, like, if he's in the hospital dying like bring in a sword. to bring a sword yeah, yeah. That's it's the fantastic. same with my dad he wants to he told me never to let him die without a bud light in his hand there, oh, yeah. <laughs> very oh, similar man. um so he worshiped pagan norse gods and he had like a whole squad of friend dudes yeah. like he had a little like, <laughs> like hashtag girl squad yeah. like yeah of other pagan dudes who were into this stuff so my dad was always like, dudes that yeah are into well, course, we, for we sure. covered like, one where they built a longhouse with like a fire pit and everything in it and lived communally as modern day vikings would not be surprised yeah um so my dad had friends like that so growing up we would have pagan ceremony solstice ceremonies solstice midsummer e- vernal equinox right, like all right. the classics yeah um we would really make sure to hit and so my dad was all yeah so him and his friends were like that growing up going to visit him on the weekends um we just did a lot of pagan activities such as carving um goddesses that were topless there were <laughs> Only Always the topless, topless. I was like, why are, are we? Since I was like at nine, That's like literally, awesome. I was like, why are all our gods topless? Like, and why are we only doing the goddesses all the time? Like, I painted like a nipple many times <laughs> on a goddess statue. Um, so yeah, weekends were real chill and kind of class, like regular childhood did um, you ever bring that that goddess energy to like grade school art class when it was <laughs> well, here is weird because i grew up so my dad i would go visit my dad he lived in san diego i grew up mostly with like or during the weeks with my mom in orange county and orange county is surrounded like a lot of evangelical christians yeah. you know and stuff so like i didn't realize that the word pagan was like terrifying so growing up with a lot of like christians around like i did, like then i started to realize oh pagan is like a bad word it terrifies them yeah so i was like okay i'll won't talk about that um (laughs) also weird shit was happening anyway so uh yeah so going down to my dad's house you it was like 
you would walk in all his furniture was like very like um rustic handmade kind of viking is he like a woodworker uh, yeah sure okay that's <laughs> another word for unemployed um <laughs> get a job jesus but, <laughs> so it was like that or he so he would like read a book i feel like he would like read a book about viking culture or like watch an a and e documentary or something and then be like there's always like a new thing that we were like doing now so he'd be like oh we're gonna make these weird like um kind of like medieval dolls and curse people this weekend and i was like cool oh, perfect Damn, what? this one is your mother <laughs> no literally literally oh my god yeah so he was a raging viking um who had a lot of vendettas there was a lot of weaponry in the house it was yeah. like Spears, axes, swords. We would like throw axes in the backyard. That's awesome. Um, okay, as a kid, that part is that. That cool. sounds fucking. It was. Yeah. yeah. Um, We're doing that on our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I bought tickets for Did it already. <laughs> yeah. It's very fun to listen to you say things, and like, it started out as a joke, but like, it's sort of similar to what we did or what me and my dad did. We'd visit him, and then just like all weekend, all he would want to watch is these lowrider videos with yes. topless women. <laughs> and like, These are our goddesses. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, them they're all airbrushed in yeah. Aztec god yeah. hands. Yeah. The women and the cars, everyone, all together. That is true. It's idol worship, basically. Yeah. We offer them tecates and hot talkies. That's yeah. hilarious. And then instead of throwing axes in the back, he was just like, I got a new gun. And I was like, You're a felon. You shouldn't have I think it'd be more legal to throw axes, actually. Oh, well, it got. Well, so, our, yeah, so growing up, there were a lot of. Um, a lot of idols all over the house in the front yard backyard whatever um weird activities a lot of viking activities um yeah, he just was a lot of idols christina aguilera is always hanging out yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> um there was like uh so if you don't know like kind of the main gods there's like thor you know thor's like i say like the beyonce thor, of the norse <laughs> he's thor really the standout odinson there's odin yeah odin there's like freya ostara these are like you know the hot hitter, heavy hitters yeah um so odin is like he's kind of like the zeus of the squad so my dad would have like uh and also these gods are violent you know very very they're all war gods which is why my dad really like had an affinity for them (laughs) but there would be crazy shit like i this is where we're starting to get into the midsummer territory where i like one time i got a paper cut and like my finger was bleeding and i was like a kid and my dad was like go feed odin and I was like, what? what yeah. And he's like, fuck? go put your blood on the Odin statue. And I was oh, like, geez. I think I'm going to be a comedian when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, no, my life is going to go bad. Um, yeah. So he was that level of like hardcore craziness. And you're like, you know, mom just puts a Band-Aid on it. Could yeah. we just? <laughs> yeah. All the other kids have loving, caring parents. Can we? Yeah. So you, I guess my question is, is I always figured that uh, pagan and uh, like Norse god worship were two separate things. Are they, they... Which they are. Pagan okay. can like, be, yeah. Yeah. Paganism is just basically, actually, I think that technical definition is like more of a belief in nature yeah actually we should Naturism. like look up what the actual thing oh, is oh man you there, grew there up pagan the... it's whatever you want <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there is another word for it naturism is one of them um right a lot of people still just refer to it as pagan and then they 
clarify what kind like there's egyptian pagan if you worship mm-hmm. the egyptian pantheon greek pagan if you want to go like hardcore hellenistic pagan hellenistic. is what some people call it <laughs> oh, i thought greek uh, paganism was just regular paganism without sugar in it <laughs> um and then obviously Norse pagan and then Anglo-Saxon pagan is yeah Celtic is Celtic pagan you want to be a druid do it yeah yeah go for it make a circle also like Native American religions are pagan religions yeah that's where I hear naturism more Mm -hmm, is when we refer to mostly Native Americans but yes okay Mm -hmm. that's actually really that's super helpful to me we covered uh ghost dance before and so and we've we've covered native american uh, religious uh, movements before and essentially a lot of them base around like offering stuff to the spirit of a particular thing like rain or Mm -hmm. sun or something like that and offering it to it so that it would come and help yeah that's very helpful i guess i don't know i thought paganism was one thing not like separate you know it's what I mean? more like a genre of religion yeah. it's like there's okay. monotheism and polytheism exactly you yeah. know um okay. and yeah it's pretty much yeah that polytheism is when you want to date other gods yeah <laughs> <laughs> one isn't enough but you have loving caring relationships with all of them that's right, right, dude, right that dude odin's got a blood fetish i don't really fuck with him anymore so that's fine for those of you who haven't seen midsommar first of all go see midsommar like why we waited so that we wouldn't be ruining have it have i been pronouncing it wrong because you guys i thought you were doing bits where i you would were... say midsommar it's like Mid- how yeah, the midsommar. swedes would say it, oh okay but... Mm-hmm. I just admit summer. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, stop this. Go see it. Come back. Listen to the rest of it. Bring uh, us into the movie theater with you. Listen yeah, sure. <laughs> just loudly in the middle. Get kicked out. <laughs> what things from Midsommar were familiar were for you? Triggering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. First of all, maypoles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Large large presence in my childhood yeah is that when they're dancing around yeah. the thing and then yeah. whoever drops last is the winner yeah, yeah. so okay. that was like a specific thing we didn't do the dance party mm-hmm. situation but like at the renaissance fair there's a maypole always yeah um okay. growing up like my also my mom so separately like my mom was my mom actually does have like she does have swedish heritage and so she really is into a lot of those things anyways and so like even in like our orange county like front yard like she put up a maypole I'd be like, we're time to dance around it. And I'd be like, oh. <laughs> kids do it from in the school backyard. can see. Yeah. This is only slightly better than everyone else's Raiders flag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've danced around a maypole many times. Okay. Um, that's a May Day celebration thing. They still do it in Scandinavia. That's like a very popular yeah. cultural thing. Um, so the maypoles, for sure. The runes. For sure. My dad was always, like, carving runes, giving me, like, rune shit. So did you learn runes growing up? No, because it's, like, not really a real... It's kind of like a... It's very open to interpretation. It's like a gift shop version of rune. Like, if you got a little rune pack, you know? Like, they still sell them at, like, House of Intuition or whatever. It's, like, not real shit. Yeah, it's kind of like if you get a tattoo in, like, Chinese or Japanese. Yes, exactly. It means peace, and they're like, it means pork fried rice. Yes. (laughs) But if I got, like, a card from my dad, it would always have, like, my name in, like, runish, like, Mm. letters, you know? I do want to get pork fried rice tattooed on me. I want this one. (laughs) That's Uh, my normal order. um, So runes. Oh, the wiping of blood on runes. Uh Or or idols. What is the importance of of wiping bloods? Is it giving... Sacrifice. It's just sacrifice, Okay. I also, oh, I do want to make something clear too is that sometimes when I talk about this, people are like, oh, is it satanic or is it Wiccan? 
and no, it's not Wiccan, Wiccan is, is new. Naturism. It's like in the sixties. Yeah. Wiccan is like new yeah. shit. This yeah. is I'm like mm, we're doing like the year nine hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House, this is okay? some old old shit. Yeah, old. Um, before <laughs> women were people, and it's technically right. not Satanism because Satan doesn't exist in the Norse pantheon. Yeah, he's not. He's not here. We don't know her. It's all the same to Christians because we're <laughs> right. just like, it's not our God, which means it's bad. Yeah, it's but the devil. like, um, yeah, yeah. Y'all so, some blood sacrifice hipsters. <laughs> I'm starting it. I'm bringing it back. Uh, so, yeah, the, the runes, the blood. Um, just, and these are like pagan or like a like a solstice ceremony. Like my mm-hmm. dad would come and he, or like my dad's friends would come over. There would be mead. There would be drinking horns. Everyone's getting drunk and like also probably like mushrooms and drug, like mm-hmm. drugs and stuff like that. Um, being a young child in a like uh, creepy white outfit mm-hmm. that really resonated with me because <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad no. would it would be usually like he'd be like okay so you know every celebration needs like not like a virgin sacrifice but like you know you can be our little spring maiden that was like yeah, a real yeah. fun thing so he'd be like put this outfit on but it was always literally like a pillowcase with like arms and le- like neck kind of <laughs> like I was saying dad it fashion like, yeah, yeah it looked like um you know in Little Mermaid when she first gets her legs and she's yeah, like yeah. on shore in like a rope tied around <laughs> in the like sails from the ship yeah literally yeah. that's like what I looked like all the time um <laughs> so that and just being like yeah just wacky <laughs> yeah, the focus on like purity is always that's always like a real gross weird thing also at what age did you have to tell dad like can't wear the dress anymore well i (laughs) i have a joke about that in my act where like he literally did i was like um 17 and i was like probably gonna be going to college soon or something and we had a solstice like you know a family solstice thing and he was like katie can bless the dinner table because she's the only virgin here (gasps) and i was like don't know how to tell you this blessing's not gonna work (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck but yeah um that i feel like that brought up something else for me uh what were we talking about the um oh oh dancing okay so my mom and my stepdad again they're into scan they're into like this they're like the normal wacky ones then my dad's like the crazy one yeah um so they are into folk dancing and old so my my stepdad plays in a scandinavian folk band my mom danced in a scandinavian folk troupe okay okay so like a lot of their outfits and stuff in the movie like my mom like those outfits are inspired by folk versions of outfits Mm -hmm. and like we have like a closet of those at home like at my mom's house and like the dancing it's they were kind of doing a little bit of like folk dancing inspired stuff but like that's why i have photos yeah as a child because my parents would go to a lot of cultural fairs or like scandinavian Mm -hmm. cultural fairs where everyone is doing these traditional dances have Um, you been to minneapolis i have not actually okay but it is a town of very much but i've been here there's kingsburg there's uh swedish towns in california that yeah, well, Pop we're off. we're getting married right outside of Solvang. Oh yeah, so yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's still here. Um, so I really related to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what didn't I relate to? Really? Yeah. Did you spend for your sure. summers in IKEA, just hanging out. Is that like the mecca? <laughs> That's where we get our idle racks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I like the instructions yeah. they have just on how in to, runes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it basically is. Th- that's really yeah. Yeah. Also, my mom went to our ancestral Swedish village last summer. She like found we found it. We we know where it is, and I haven't been there yet because I haven't returned to the blood ancestors. But yeah. what she was showing me, it like looks like exactly midsummer. Like it is rural. It is where 
you know yeah it's every, like all those opening scenes of like sweden or wherever they were mm-hmm. shooting it looks exactly like my actual ancestral village so amazing shout out to uh Orenbro, is what it is <laughs> in coal country i think i don't know it's Orenbro yeah. sounds like sweden's top soundcloud rapper it is. <laughs> So there are a few things in Midsommar that are inaccurate, mm-hmm. obviously. Oh, yeah. True. I want to know. Like, so, okay, because there's a lot of death in that yeah. movie. There's a lot of crazy, creepy shit happening. Mm-hmm. Like, to what extent is that played up for the horror of it? And mm-hmm. to, like, what extent are these things that are believed to have been actual rituals? So She's asking if you killed your grandparents. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Only every 90 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, you've done some research. Uh, I have so I'll done let some you speak research for the community. Yeah, sure. Uh, so atastupa, which is both a Swedish word for cliffs, but also for throwing old people off of cliffs, uh, is believed to be mythic and not real. Um, however, there are examples of those giant hammers in museums. What? what? Yeah. So everyone's like, no, it didn't happen. But there's also a giant hammer. But no one knows what they used that hammer for. So, you know, it could have been something cracker. else. <laughs> yeah, Get yeah. some yeah. DNA on that. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Put, put some luminol on that shit. See what's yeah. good. It's also not unique to uh, Norse people. Um, Isn't there oh, yeah. a Every... Japanese tradition? Yes. Ubisute. Um, or actually, let me make sure I'm pronouncing that right. Everyone wants no. to throw old people off cliffs, dude. <laughs> you're just well, like, you've been complaining long enough, Cheryl. It's time to adios. go. Yeah. The practice is called senicide. Yeah. Really? Oh. oh. Senior suicide. Yeah, I gotcha. So Josh in Midsummer, uh, he, when he found out that they were going to do this ritual, he was very like, I think, I mean, you just saw it, but I think the words he used was like, a real one? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, even he was surprised. So that makes a lot of, that makes more sense anyway. Yeah, because it's it's believed to not have happened. It shows up in a couple different stories. Um, In one story, it's referenced that because they lived so close to essentially the North Pole, they would have those long days and people would just live really long lives. They would live longer than normal. And so that they would get tired of living and throw themselves off is in one of the myths. And then there is kind of this perpetuated myth of obviously senicide basically when you are too old to care for yourself that you get thrown off the cliff and then those hammers are um let's see hold on i have i'm also looking at there's a couple on ebay (laughs) (laughs) no no more more like um uh, a couple different articles on Atastupa. There's a few. Most of them are related to Midsommar. So if you're if you're curious, plenty of stuff out there. Um, but some of those cudgels is what those hammers are called are around. Um, and there is a Japanese version called Ubasute, uh, sometimes called Obasute or Oyasute, where they climb a mountain with an old basically grandmother grandfather old person and then leave them on the mountain (laughs) (laughs) um in in one story uh the grandmother breaks twigs as she goes so that he can find his way back after leaving her there but it's considered essentially a a service where it's like this is my last 
thing I can do for you is remove myself as a problem. As a burden, yeah. Which, to be honest, even though Senecide potentially is not real, there's a current Swedish tradition called Dostadning, which is before you die, you declutter your life. So if you're getting older and dying, you start giving things away and you clean your whole house. Michelle Kondo so, Swedish? Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's Marie Japan. Kondo? Marie Kondo. Oh, Marie Kondo. And yeah. she is Japanese, I believe. Yeah. So it is a common. It's a commonality. I, love that. I mean, that makes that's great. Yeah. My parents that. have started this process yes. because our so basement my is parents. horrific, and yeah. my mom was like. I don't want to die and leave this for you. And I'm like, thank you so much. That's real love. But that is the implication of like, I don't want to leave work for you when I die. And I don't want you to have to manage this while I live. So in America, we have a more generalized version of it where people just kind of quote downsize. It's so terrible that we gave it like a corporate name. People downsize as they get older. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But in in Sweden, it's Dostadning and it's basically cleaning your shit out so that your kids don't have to do it after you die. Yeah, we have uh, in Mexican culture, we have dos dadning, which is where you get a separate dad. (laughs) (laughs) Dos dadning. Very nice. It is interesting. So my boyfriend's Mexican and we're always joking about like our cultural differences. And I do feel because I am this kind of like I am from like Midwestern Scandinavian, that kind of stock Mm -hmm. that he and I have very different ideas of like what is love and attachments. Like he's Mexican. So he's like close family like i t- i take you to the airport and i'm like no i love you so i take a shuttle to the airport yeah. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, we're constantly fighting over like what is true love because everything i he's like this is love i'm like no i am show i'm loving you to not right make like, you we're do this opposite. thing for yeah. me yeah, yeah. Right. and i think the perfect thing is probably a mix between the two of us but yeah. i'm so extremely like independent no family and he's so mm-hmm. connected it's it, it, i mean i have the sense so i'm i'm half white and half uh mexican and my white's are you my son? <laughs> <laughs> my half side is. Uh, this is yeah, why we, we've we've asked you here. I'm big as shit. This whole midsummer thing was a ruse. <laughs> um, I'm your mid son. My mid son. <laughs> but uh, my my Mexican family is very much the same thing. Where like uh, some of my uncles, or at least one of my uncles, still lives with my grandma. And, uh, like, they live in the same house, and uh, it's it's expected that at least my dad or the older brother will move in eventually. He's not going to, but they ex- still expect it. <clears throat> and then, like, they all, the whole family lives in town. And then my, uh, <laughs> you go to my white family, and it's like, no, we got as far away from each other yeah. as possible. <laughs> it's such a weird cultural, but it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I Maybe you're right that it's somewhere in the middle, but I I, I, do. I don't know. I just kind of like, we're even Andre and I are very hands off, like, oh, you're going to the airport. If I'll take you if it's convenient. If you need it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I, again, I'm of the mind of like, I love you. I'm not going to make you take me to the airport. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So he I did it once. will be cons- committing genocide for myself is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love my boyfriend. Well, that was. When I become a burden. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that was something that I thought was really, really interesting in Midsommar is when the genocide happens. Very shocking. Uh, but then after uh, Lady Siv, the their priestess, I would imagine is is her role, um, basically explains to the tourists, we do this as a gift to the community. Basically, like they have chosen to do this for the betterment of all of us. And it's a very 
honorable thing where they could get old and die and live out their life helpless or now when they're able to make the choice they can commit suicide essentially and it was one of those things where it was like I felt like I really jived with it and I was like, oh no. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. Like, I was like, oh, I kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to, you know, be in a hospital and stuff forever. And I think part of that comes from my parents. We are not Norse. Yeah. Uh, we are Italian. Uh, White Mexicans. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. 100%. We in here. Uh, they both have uh, what's called DNRs in their will. Oh, yeah. So basically do not resuscitate us oh okay mm-hmm. so like if they're ever in like a car accident and they're in a coma plug gets pulled and there's a nice sense of finality to that if that makes sense where it's like and also knowing that that was their choice that right. was their yeah. choice that was yeah. their choice now and when they're you know sound mind and body that they're like yeah let us go see jesus screw all this shit i don't want to lay in a hospital forever and i kind of respect that i'm like yeah who wants to well it's hard because like when you see someone dying in hospice or in the hospital that's your last memory of them yes instead of remembering like who they were when they were a part of your life and like when they were fully themselves right and fully themselves at a point where they can say hey i want you to remember me this way yeah not slowly dying yeah you know i didn't mean to laugh when you said the thing about do not resuscitate no but that's that's i just had the vision of like them getting to a small fender bender and you just being like (laughs) i gotta kill him give me the shotgun uh they're gonna make it i don't care care. Uh, but no that's yeah and it's something that they it's kind of interesting because it's something we'll get into on our main episode later today that we're recording yeah um but this idea of for them, because heaven is next, it doesn't matter what happens to their body here. It's useless. So why prolong a you know send a, a be a, a state of living that is not conducive to everyone else and also pleasant? Right, <laughs> um, right. Man, kick it. I've always been super jealous of the fact that like I know this sounds condescending and shitty. But I never grew, I didn't grow up very religious at all in any aspect, mm-hmm. uh, at like, at all. So I never got, um, I was, my family never really tried to show me that, like, after death is heaven. So mm-hmm. that wasn't, like, instilled into my mind. So I just don't have that. And I'm very, uh, I think it's really nice to have to know what's next yeah you know what i mean i it's there's a sense of security that comes from knowing that there's a something yeah or thinking that there's a something instead mm-hmm. i just had two poor parents who were so concerned with making it through living that they were like i don't yeah. care what happened well, yeah. that's later problem yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, when you're like, no, it could be Valhalla. Well, Cliff, it is then. Let's do it. it. Okay, I have more questions. What's with the people watching the sex? Can we? Oh, oh, that's like a real comment. No, I, I don't. I can't speak to that personally. But that's like a classic cult. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Weird, creepy ass. Mm -hmm. Right, but like, is that is that is there any part of that that's based in like Norse mythology or Norse tradition, or is that something that they're just like? Let's ramp it up. That was super common in Europe up to a certain point, especially in royal families. Oh, it was like watching people have mm-hmm. sex. Fertility 
Like, yeah. Oh, well, so you or made even sure like that, watching like, like the queen, like the queens, like Marie Antoinette. Yeah, you have people watching the royal birth. Yeah, there's like a watch bo- watching box basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obsessive about fertility and rituals and like female. That's, well, it's yeah. also like that has. I feel like those rituals have more to do with. Um, like a male dominated society where you you're so interested in paternity whereas like this well, place I, was kind of female it was very egalitarian um i feel like i mean fertility rituals are so common in every literally every culture pre monotheism for the most part, any polytheistic culture usually has a fertility ceremony of some sort. Also, like I, I hate to bring it up, but like no, go for the, it. The like that shit, from what I understand, like kind of similar to that is like what happens now in those horrible underage girl polygamous cults in Utah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, women yeah. are like they're presenting her to it's the dude. Very it's really, tale. Very handmade. Very hand. It's very yeah. gross. I read a horrible like article mm-hmm. about it that's really sad fbi yeah. can't like be involved it's like or awful yeah um so wait why can't no it... i mean that they're like the fbi knows about like it's there's this, there's this been... like specific cult yeah. in compound it's awful okay they've been trying to get in for a while they they will eventually yeah, yeah. For sure. it's just yeah but i mean even that's very common yeah, yeah we were we were making a joke about uh andre and i were making a joke earlier this week about how even uh man what was it that uh Oh, yeah, because Armando, because we're, like, joking about getting engaged or whatever, and he's like, this is a symbol. I said something, I was like, yeah, that's the symbol for when you get to own me. That's what the engagement ring is. And he goes, no, it's... I think it, I just said, said something no. along the lines of like it's this is not this is, you're not part of the equation. This is my sign to your father that I'm <laughs> buying you. Yeah, yeah. it the was like yeah. yeah, it was. He was just like, oh, you're not you don't get to be a part of this process yeah. at all. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just between me and your pops. But like we much. try, we try and like we try and remove ourselves from the fact that like uh, you know like oh well we're not like this or we're not like these cultures but it's still like the entire basis of marriage if you look at it is very centered around like the white dress you're supposed to be a virgin and and i'm i'm receiving it your dad is walking you down the aisle to be like here's your property now well, you know everything is a holdover as, yeah as soon as we got um a monotheistic god who was a father quote unquote and as soon as dude started running shit Things got so much worse for us. Well, yeah. it's also gone through changes even within that monotheism yeah. because early church, very different from what we currently know. Oh, yeah. And so but, many, yeah. I was also going to say about paganism too, like so many, even Christian practices are adopted. Like Christmas trees are yeah. pagan, bitch. Super, super yeah. pagan. Like, that is I 100%. told my mom that so many, my one yeah. year I was like, yeah, I'm not like super into Jesus anymore. And she's like, I guess we shouldn't buy you Christmas presents. I, and I was like, I guess you should burn down your Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, guys. yeah. Hardcore. It's very, <laughs> very pagan. This is all pagan shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say too, even though it is true that like I, this fertility shit does happen, I did get the sense too, I was like, this is also a little bit of a like male gaze situation where like, isn't this the dream that like, oh no, I have to fuck this hot chick while all these other naked chicks are like making me do it. Like I was like, it's like manic pixie dream girl. That girl oh, was yeah. a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. Like funny. I was like, this is like the, this is the male dream of a hippie commune. It's like, her, I just get to fuck all the chicks. Her entire character 
motivation is fucking this dude throughout yeah. the entirety of the movie all you know i can't remember her name well, it's, it's not Maya. just Maya, yeah. to fuck this dude it's to get pregnant yeah. by this dude. Yeah, yeah exactly so that's, that's why she put her period blood in his drinks and food <laughs> and <a> pubic hair <laughs> Yeah, I'm, like you see that oh his God. drink is yeah. just a little bit more pink than it's everyone so, else's. It's not a like, little bit yeah. more pink. It's, it's mad red. Yeah, and I was just like, I, like when we were watching it, I just I turned to Jake. I was like, why is this drink different? And then they saw that like they the, flash back to the yeah. tapestry. I was like, yeah. oh, oh God, oh no. You know how you be bleeding in dudes' drinks? Yeah. That's hot. Yeah, Ugh. girl. But yeah. also in the timeline, I was trying to figure that out. This yeah. also made me think this is a male male because if it, she's on her period exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah not no, match with the fertility yes, yes, cycle because yes. i was like did she save her blood yeah. in anticipation of this festival exactly maybe or that's a good point i don't even fucking understand. think about that no yeah. we don't we completely don't yeah 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 yeah. Weird as fuck. It was gross. Um, what else? Salty. <laughs> oh God, oh, don't. <laughs> okay. What about the burning alive of your own people? What's why? What? Oh, classic. Yeah, very, very <laughs> classic. Well, I mean, correct me if I am wrong. Many Norse burials involve fire. Yes, that is that is the truth. Um, by the way, it's outlawed in California. If you yeah, I know. Now. I was so upset. Um, they counted as a firework because. <laughs> But apparently it's because, well, like, we're like, we don't want this to be happening. But, like, people, they don't know how to do it right. So the bodies don't get hot enough so they don't burn. So people are, like, washing back up. Oh, oh shit. Fucked up. That's why I would do it in a pool. It's a sanitary <laughs> issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to put an old tire underneath the body. Really? Well, old. Okay. Uh, this is going this is into how you do it? <laughs> serial killer territory. Yeah. Um, gets it hot enough? It, yeah, it gets it hot enough. Well, the rubber melts and then it gets soft and it surrounds you and it oh, like. Wow. And also, tire fires burn hotter and longer than almost anything else. So if you ever want to burn a body in a car, do it in the in the trunk where there's a spare tire. Wow. I- for sure. <laughs> wow. That's Paige's hot, 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 hot tips. Hot, hot tips. Hot tip, I don't remember hot where. I don't remember where I learned that, but oh, it was God. it was someone basically. I want to say it was Mansers. <laughs> where they were like, "If you want to burn a body," and they were like, "Put a spare tire in the trunk." What burns faster, tires or booze? <laughs> tires or bread. I mean, Please like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mansers was on real TV. <laughs> like, I used to watch it religiously. But, yeah. yeah, but I mean, all culture, like human sacrifice, V popular. Very. And very, very. fire is still, I mean, that's still the way you get rid of body. I mean, in India, like Hindu funerals are still actively. And you set fire yourself to your loved one. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, uh, hella Christians love being cremated. It's, it's yeah. a thing. We're, we're, we're dig, we dig it yeah um and it's all part of that i don't need this body anymore oh it's catholics well, that want to stay here catholics they want to get buried want, in yeah catholics right? want to keep their body because i grew up catholic okay. and my parents yeah. are like well i need it for the resurrection Duh. right and, and christians okay. are like doesn't matter going to a completely different plane so this is immaterial burn it uh jewish people keep their bodies because they have to return it i believe yeah, you're not supposed to get a tattoo. You can't you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery if you have tattoos. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, you're not supposed to alter your body at all. Yeah. I inter- it's a loner. Yeah. It's, yeah. Really it's loner. just like, uh, can I get my security deposit back now? Yeah. Like, it's like the it's like I put uh, spackle over the holes. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh it's no. like back in middle school when you forgot your PE uniform and you needed loners. loners That's what yeah. you're yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to um I have a 
little web series talk show, Living with Jonathan and Katie. Check it out on YouTube. Yeah, for but sure. But we talked to a, a funeral director mortician from a progressive funeral home here in L.A., and they have an interesting – like, their whole thing is about, like, kind of, like, green practices, death, blah, blah, blah. And so, legally, you don't have to, like, get a body removed. You can keep it in your house for 24 hours. So, they <laughs> come – Why, and why no, would you? <laughs> no, it's interesting. It's, like – and they don't do, like, formaldehyde um, preservations. They come and they help you, like, bathe and dress your loved one and be very hands-on and prepare the body. How it was back in the day. Because everybody else yeah. did. We're, the, yeah. we're only yeah. freaked out by it because we make it weird. That's you know? true. So, they're all about, like – everyone else would have done that. That you don't – you can sit with them for as long as, like, I mean, le- legally as long yeah. as you want, and they help you do it. Yeah, I just like the thought of, like, somebody being like, we want to take the dead body out of your house. And you're like, technically, the law says. I'm like, legally? Um, I get to keep it for 18 more hours. Hoarders, mom's body edition. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've ta- I think we've talked about it on the show before, but I've definitely talked, even with my mom before, where it's like, when both of us agree that when we die, uh, just just fucking the cheapest throw me in a hole baby the cheapest whatever option my mom what she wants if money isn't an issue what my mom wants is to do that burial method where uh they like prep you to be decomposed and then they plant you oh as a tree yeah Yeah. and you'll you'll come back yeah uh, not come back but you'll you'll feed the tree yeah Yeah. i used to have all these dreams Okay, never mind. I used to have all these, like, this reoccurring dream where I died and a cherry tree grew out of my body and then my ghost lived in it and would just, like, haunt people. This is a recurring oh, yeah. dream. This, yeah. is, this is the it most really anime cool. thing you've ever no, said. No, it's very midsummer. She's, like, when she's yeah. tripping and she, like, keeps becoming the grass. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I would have that dream a lot. And in one of them, I was, like, the queen of this place and my cousin murdered me and then, like, this tree grew. And then I just haunted him and, like, <laughs> exacted vengeance. This okay. feels like past life that's too specific of a recurring yeah. Yeah, it was really yeah, yeah. intense it was she really was fun. the cherry tree that George Washington dropped yeah actually <laughs> fun fact George Washington was her cousin what he came are back for the tree <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then he made you into teeth dude Bro, come on. My boy had wooden teeth. That's, oh, yeah. I, oh, man. In Midsummer, they, when they burned him, were they, I, I haven't seen the movie. You, you've you seen it more recently than I've me. I've seen it twice. Really? So, yeah. I, I really want to see it again. I do. It's, yeah. I saw Hereditary, which is Ari Aster's mm-hmm. other film. I saw Hereditary like, uh, fuck, man. It must have been like 10 I finally times. saw Hereditary, by the way. You we can talk me. about it after. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's a Hereditary. So, Hereditary is more of a, like, okay, getting away from the, uh, like, culture of it and more about, like, the actual movie. Hereditary is. Straight up a horror movie. Where mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No, but I'm familiar with it. Okay. The entire third act of the movie, I love horror movies. The 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 Shining is a very uncomfortable movie, and it's one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite movie. Hereditary is so uncomfortable, and that whole third act just makes you like, I don't feel okay, I don't like this. Uh, I loved it, and even the whole time I was like, I just don't like it. Yeah, it's actually how we started dating is because we went and saw it, and then I didn't want to sleep alone. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) pro tip for the fella. (laughs) Please stay. Please. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I, but I'm I might be a little bit of a snob. Like my mom and my grandma were both like, "We don't like it. It just makes us uncomfortable. Why am I going to pay to be uncomfortable?" And I yelled at them like, "Well, if you if you want to be comfortable, just go home and watch your third rerun of Thirty Rock." Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, fuck, you uncultured swine. That is also a great way to spend time. Yeah. as someone who has rewatched Thirty Rock many times. Yeah, I just I, I think the movie's great. But I, what I liked about Midsummer is that it's less of a, a traditional horror movie, horror movie, mm-hmm. and more of like a suspense or thriller film, I guess. And I, I, I my question was more so: is the ending? Um, they're sacrificing to something. Is that what they're doing? To their spirits. Yeah, for, okay. the, for the harvest. Yeah. And then, so they're doing that. It seems like they accomplished the goal that you know is going to happen from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You come into it knowing that it's going to happen. Um, and I walked away from the movie feeling this weird sense of like... Hope? A, yeah. Like, <laughs> I felt... I liked yeah. I felt yeah. good about it. You know what I mean? Really? Like, I didn't... I felt like most of the people that died... I don't. I wouldn't say deserved to die. No, but they Christian were, deserved. It. Oh, he was the only was an one. Yeah. Asshole. This was a great revenge porn. Oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> it's like, did you ever have an ex boyfriend that's yeah. kind of shitty to you? Burn him in a bear suit. Yeah. 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 I also. We were talking about this after she, uh, Andrea, saw it the the second time, but uh, she was like. She's like, I noticed that like everyone was doing things that were super disrespectful. Like the the one guy with. Uh, who you can I can only describe as the actor with the eyebrows. I yeah. don't know exactly who I <laughs> yeah, mean. Yeah, we know. Uh, the entire movie, he's just vaping in this yeah. very old... <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow, that is the perfect way to show that he's a douchebag. Yeah. Well, That's it, all they had to do. In a way, they all disrespect something that is a fundamental core of the society, where yeah. he pees on the ancestral tree. He has no respect for tradition. Um, the other one has no respect for privacy, which is why he steals their secret books oh, and yeah. stuff. And then Christian has no respect for the family unit. So but it's the, all okay. the pillars. He still the respects his own though, unit, though. Yeah. Hey, well, well. Oh, oh. The thing is, though, is that cult. That's what I didn't understand. Is like it's a taboo. Like he's made in like a promise to the main character, and they have like this relationship mm-hmm. that he's breaking. But in the culture of the cult, he's not breaking taboos because right. in the culture of the cult, people don't belong to each other like that. So, like in a way, he's being punished for n- not being. A part of the old life and for but I, he's not yeah. doing it in a like a, a respectful way he's doing because he wants to fuck and i think he, he's horny but i feel well, like he just kind of fulfilled his role though yeah, yeah that's the thing i think it's a role and i think for them they would also see his denial of her emotions and the validity of them as another betrayal of their yeah. may queen yes yeah, yeah. they also yeah. gave him that boner smoke remember oh yeah vitality yes <laughs> like right before he goes into oh, the thing oh fuck i yeah. forgot about yeah. that yeah. <laughs> boner smoke <laughs> um i was gonna say about i prefer boner vape but yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's much healthier for your <laughs> boner I um I don't watch. This is like literally the first probably horror movie I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. I can't watch blood violence. I I'm deeply sensitive. So it was interesting that this. You're right. This wasn't quite so horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very like psychological. And also I I liked that what they didn't follow that like were are usually the tropes is like nobody. There's no chase or fight scene. Nobody fights it. Yeah. Like nobody wins there's no like dramatic is he gonna get through it's like it's very quick it's very swift it's very realistic even like the scene where like that girl's getting killed and they hear screaming but 
they're like, wait, what, what was that? And they're like, yeah. nothing, don't worry about it. Like that is very, that in real life, that is how it would go. You'd yeah. like, wait, I think something's happening, but there's no dramatic like yeah. this and that. And you're not fighting and everybody kind of ex- accepts their death in a sense. Like it's very, it's yeah. very hauntingly realistic in that sense. Yeah. yeah. They also have that like uh, excuse for why things happen and it doesn't work perfectly. Like they go like, um, we took her, we took him to the, to the train station and we yeah. only had like one seat. So we'll come back for you and no, everyone's like, that smells like bullshit. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. But they're also the other thing that's helping the lies is the, the language barrier. So they're like, well, we don't, they don't speak English like as well as we do. So maybe there's like confusion right. with that. Yeah. And so you kind of are like more willing to buy into it because there's an otherness happening. The cultural, like, yeah, the yeah. idea to of, like cultural relativity of mm-hmm. like, well, this is like what they do. Right. You know, um, the other thing, well, here's some plot holes though, or things I have questions about. Um, Pele, who actually is really hot, and I would have stayed in the cult for him, so yeah, that's fine. I, I feel you, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he seduced me there, was or lured the, her there. Was it the one from the beginning? Yes, the Swedish okay. guy, yeah, like, yeah, the dude yeah. who brought them there. Um, David Guetta, okay. Is that his? No, oh. maybe. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> um, he said his parents died in a fire, so yeah. we're to believe that they were sacrificed. At some yeah. point, yeah. But they said that this thing only happens every 90 years, well, so I they're think, lying. I think it happens, but they're only, because they sacrificed nine people mm-hmm. for 90 so i would imagine that at 80 and 70 they probably sacrificed eight and seven. Oh, interesting okay mm. uh, that was my understanding because i was like mm, time delaying doesn't make up there and then my boyfriend also pointed out too that like are, are things real and are they not because remember at the end they're giving the two dudes who volunteered to be killed mm-hmm. they give them that yew tree and they go for no pain for no pain you'll feel yeah. the pain and but they, then they show clearly them feel the yeah. pain yeah, yeah. Well, they also, when they're telling them, like, no pain, no pain, uh, the, I forget what they say the last time as they give it to them. But it's basically, it implies, like, uh, try and be strong. This isn't going to help. I forget what they say, and it's fucking me up. I don't know, but they but... said something along the lines of, like, take this, you'll feel no pain. Uh I'll have to cut this out but they just said they say something along the lines of like where I was like oh it sounds like they're about to die a horrible death and then sure enough they do yeah I don't know I mean I yeah I think that is part of it but here's my thing too is like until you do it until you die in the fire you don't know so I don't know if they're like yeah this will help with the pain because they don't know Mm. and everyone who finds out dies um, yeah but they must because the people start screaming and they're always like reflecting the emotion of the people Um, the other things that should be okay well one I mean the whole movie feels like a it feels like a psychedelic trip yeah yeah which is like and the brilliance of having a movie set entirely in sunlight is like yeah oh it's very wicker man yeah oh also, a movie my dad made me watch all the time growing up. No shit, I was is, gonna ask. Yeah. Oh, that was like a classic family film. In I my do house. love was that movie. Was it because of the paganism, or was yeah. it because of the Nick Cage in it? Uh, no, no, the Nick Cage, the original is the new one, one. Oh, the original okay. one, the original yeah. one, because of the paganism. Yeah. Um, but, but aren't the pagans the bad guys in that movie? Uh-huh. Yes and no. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Well, that, and that's it's much like Midsommar. It's yeah, a it's very similar. complicated film where. At the end, you are questioning who is the villain and who is the good person. And are we right to impose on other people and their beliefs? And are our beliefs as quote unquote right as we think? Yeah, I mean, the end of Midsommar, she 
straight up kind of like joins the group. Straight it's up, weird I that I was happy it. for her. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was yeah. a brilliant like emotion. Yeah. Again, because I hate horror. I hate all that. But I was like, oh, wow. They really tapped into that like yeah. brilliant emotional motivation of why she would. The other thing that tripped me out is like in it feeling like a psychedelic trip. The fear. Now I have a total fear of like I've never actually done psychedelics. Mm. But that in being such an, in an altered state you could do any like people get on bath salts and eat people's faces like that scares the shit out of me because i kind of don't blame someone for what they did when they were like yeah. altered yeah but then you go what could i do if i were well, altered? i like, mean shrooms and acid are very they're not as wild as tv would make you think the the one thing that i loved about this film is that the visual aspect of like when they're on shrooms when they're tripping mm -hmm. and especially like at the end where everything's like if everything's breathing yeah that's, that's it what feels. it looks like that's and again i was really impressed by that because i feel like a lot of times in movies when people go into psychedelic trip it's like <gasps> ding ding it's like, it's like the doors music starts playing yeah. and there's like yeah. a lava lamp and it's not and this was like also, like, everything in the scene would be normal, except for one small thing would be, like, yeah. changed yeah. in the corner. So that was pretty brilliant. They also, like, the uh, the fact of, like, when she's tripping and then, like, everything kind of fades away, but they really up the volume on the breathing. Mm. Yeah. Which is, like, I, again, it's, like, a motif throughout the whole film. But the breathing, the aspect that everything's breathing and then that's what she's focusing on, that is how it feels. Mm. It feels, like, altered, but I don't... Uh, every time I've... I've taken a lot of acid uh at w like at once like too much at once and uh the only bad thing that happened was i kind of freaked out for a moment and then i stopped and was like you did this you decided mm -hmm. to take this and this is something that should wear off so just enjoy it while you can and then it'll all be fine and then i was okay and i mean I had a great trip. this was also the time when you guys made that dessert where you put a oh, banana yeah, yeah, yeah. and a hot dog bun and then put chocolate syrup on it. I told this is, oh. this is yeah, oh. yeah. We called it the dessert dog. First of all, <laughs> I couldn't and remember the name. I was like, I know it had a name. We were trying. We were trying to write. Uh, it was me and fellow comedian Tony Bartoloni, <laughs> who, uh, if you know him, he is a, an insane person. Best friend, love him so much. But we were. I was staring at a globe, uh, and I was mad because. It, the globe had Paris on it, Paris, London, uh, Tokyo, like all of these centers of great uh, like culture and art. And then in California, they had the nerve to mark down Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I was yelling about how, how that ruins the, the, the sanctity of other uh, cities. How and then funny. he looks at me and he goes... That's an absurd thought. And then he lifted a banana and a hot dog bun with Nutella on it, and then he ate it like a hot dog. It's actually a very brilliant dessert. Yeah, yeah. actually, really I can good. Totally dessert dog. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. It was very good. We decided that the next time we made it, we had to use a uh, King's Hawaiian. Bread. Yeah, oh, yeah that's this yeah, 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 sweet roll. Yeah, I think the one thing that I really loved about Midsummer too is that it shows because we study all the time on this show is like. How would someone join a cult? Mm, yeah. And this movie shows you, like, because at the end you're like, textbook oh, she yeah. found her place. Yeah, she found like, you her people. happy for her because her entire family died. Yeah. She feels completely alone. She's in her codependent relationship with someone that doesn't really care about her. And at the end, she has a sense of community and family and belonging and place. And you're like, good for her. And that's how you join a cult. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 
uh, what I super love about this movie, and especially Hereditary, what Ari Aster does very well, um, and it's something that you were talking about earlier too, was, uh, this is my favorite part, is the whole movie, while you're watching it, you have this question of like, is this real? Mm. Is is this like uh, one of the aspects of The Shining that I love so much is that if you watch the movie and pay attention to it, you realize that there, there, there's an argument to be made that there is no supernatural aspect. That it is a story of a guy who goes crazy and murders mm. his family, which is how Kubrick like phrases the film. Mm. And the same thing with Hereditary, where up until the third act. You don't know if it's supernatural or not, mm-hmm. or if it's a family going crazy. And this one, too. This movie is like, is it a drug-induced trip, and they're freaking out about nothing? Or is it a murderous uh, cult of Swedes who mm-hmm. decided to stab instead of make house music? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, I would say there's no part in this where I think that the supernatural is involved. To me, it's oh, like, yeah. mushrooms are involved, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they have little things like... Uh, mushrooms and emotions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> emotions are a hell of a jug, yeah. dog. Uh, they have one part where she's in the bathroom, and she's tripping, and she looks in the mirror, and she sees her sister's face. Mm. And that's, like, the only thing where, like, you can make an argument that, like, maybe it's supernatural, but it's mostly just, like, you're tripping on drugs and you saw something well, that wasn't there. No, I'm, I think I've had this before where, like, you have a feeling of familiarity. Like, because what she's looking for is a family. Yeah. yeah. And so when you're mourning someone who's gone, sometimes you see them in places yeah. where they aren't. And so I've had that before where, like, someone reminds me so vividly of someone that used to be an important part of my life but isn't anymore that for a second I'm just like are you and then they're gone but especially when you're in this drug-induced state and you're very in a very suggestible state you might have flashes where you feel like that person is there again or you're feeling that feeling and then they're it's not and so I think that showing those people there are a way to visually show like what she's feeling or these feelings she's having even if they're not real or even you know they're not ghosts they're not supernatural but that's like how she's feeling about that moment yeah like the 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 face that she sees maybe in her mind isn't like a visual component as so much as a feeling but it's a visual medium so that's how they show it right yeah Yeah. okay that's because that's i've had moments like that where like you almost have like the flashback she has of like her family dying well she wasn't there to witness their death but she's thinking about her family and she's thinking about these old people dying. And so she has that like flash yeah. of just like trauma. Like the trauma is building and this trauma is reigniting the, this other trauma it's that she's compounding. experienced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's also, I think the thing that haunted me most about the film is like, or it's just so powerful. It's so beautifully stylistically shot. It's really yeah. And like, it's, it's really brutal. I actually... I read the plot beforehand, so I knew it was going to happen because yeah. I can't deal with blood or violence. So I did look down at a lot of those parts. <laughs> but, like, the shots are so steady. Like, he'll hold on something for so long. Like, yeah. I was like, can we please cut away? And they're just like, nope, it's a really slow tracking shot of what's happening. Yeah. Nope, you or have like, to experience The this. whole opening, the cold open with the parents, like, even that scene is... It's like that I was hate the to worst part of the movie for me. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was really hard. I hate to say it was, yeah. like, beautifully shot, but it was so, like powerfully filmed yes just yeah. like tracing the hoses and like 
everything visual like every single Those thing looks like an winter out- shots yes and, yes and every like the composition of every shot is like so stylized mm-hmm. and he really is a master of like I kn- making you ugh. I know you won't love it but hereditary you should definitely because they do it so much in there in it's almost uh it's almost more beautiful in my mind as far as like the composition of stuff where like it's a very interestingly shot story I've the, heard of yeah. I've, I've heard of I know what happens yeah. Yeah. yeah there's there's a my my favorite example of what happens is um during the the gore shot where the sister's head gets you don't off. see it and you think you won't yeah because they they like show like he's gonna look in the mirror and the camera kind of pans and then he freaks out and mm-hmm. the camera pans with him and they spend all of this time not showing it and then as soon as you hear tony coletti's uh heart-wrenching screams of a mother finding her decapitated daughter it's smash cuts to a rotting head on the side of the freeway with like ants crawling on it and then there's like even the beginning shot because it's a movie about like people being controlled by outside forces and so they show like a diorama and as it zooms in it slowly transforms into the bedroom like the set mm-hmm. that they that they made um so there's just all of these beautiful shots it's that, very power i don't want to say beautiful powerful yeah yeah haunting just yeah. through visual components alone no yeah, words it's that. just gonna, it's so good the actress in midsummer too oh she's amazing she's oh my god so she did such a good, good job because what i love about that is like i buy that she's american 100 percent. 100 percent. is she not i don't know if she is oh, or isn't i think she is but then there's this part where she starts speaking swedish and oh, she's yeah. starting to understand people yeah because she's becoming a part of this place yes. and it felt so natural to me like she felt so a part of it that i was like what the fuck like in my head because like you know it's hard to learn accents it's hard yeah. to like yeah, learn yeah. words and like that's it's what, so good i've seen it a thousand times where on cinco de mayo uh white women get drunk and then they suddenly quote unquote speak spanish <laughs> okay <laughs> shut up <laughs> i'm one of those white women so i'm so sorry <laughs> no it is but to the other point of the film is like her acting is amazing yeah because She's so really many I, I again i don't watch horror films but also because it's so fake all the time it's so stupid it's like overreactions like that's not really how you react her, she's like perfectly subtle. I believe everything that's mm-hmm. happening. It's how I would react. Yeah, yeah. yeah. me too. Like, I think my yeah. favorite is during the Atastupa where they're so stunned nothing happens. Like everyone right. wants to think that they would stop it or yell or something. Yeah. But the real reaction, and I feel like the most realistic one is being frozen and just yeah. like, yeah. yeah, this is going to happen and I don't know what I can do. His reaction was so good when the second person jumped. Like, he yeah. like... Where he was just like, oh, again, God. Like, again. Like, it but, was... Yeah. Oh, God. So yeah. Good. There's just... Yeah. Every every move she makes, every step she takes. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I truly... Every thing that she does, you can see a clear motivation. Mm-hmm. I have some questions, like, because I know we're kind of getting... Winding down here. Yeah. Um, but, Katie, before you kind of leave... Is there anything in your family or is there anything growing up pagan that mm-hmm. you like miss or that you hold on to or that you actually <laughs> like? Question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, I joke because like growing up, of course, it was also not like that it was like a dark secret, but it was like not normal. You yeah. Know? And now every fucking white bitch is a witch <laughs> with her fucking crystals and her goddess moon circles and all this shit. And I'm like, okay, I have been doing this. Like, do not tell me that. <laughs> like, oh, it infuriates me. So I That's feel so like I do still, I mean, I mean, I have always had like 
crystals and smudge stick. Like I've always yeah. had that stuff. It's also kind of like tangential to like the paganism. Um, but I'm trying to think, what did I like? Um, do you, I mean, do you yeah. still keep up with any of those things? Like, do, or, like, do you follow any of it? Do you miss May Day? Are you just I, like, man, <laughs> I miss being a little virgin in a white dress. I know, <laughs> with my little drinking horn. Um, <laughs> no, I don't miss that. But what I do, I do relate to is that like, I'm not religious. I, in a way, I guess I am technically like textbook pagan in that, like, I believe in nature. Like nature okay. is our God. There's no way to argue that. Like it's, we cannot control it. It will, it's mad at us. It's coming for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's coming for us and she's pissed. The um, concept of earthquakes proves that point. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Blood, fire, any element. Right. Um, yeah. All the dead polar bears. So I do <laughs> no, have. that's us. That's yeah, us. Yeah. So I have a deep respect for like nature. And if I'm feeling bad, going to nature always helps you like ocean forest whatever so i feel a great like respect for nature but that actually has nothing to do with norse gods so um yeah i don't know but i'm just not but i also have just never related to like judeo-christian life or society like um belief it's very different at yeah. all so yeah. i guess i'm just a witch at heart like and i always will be was it was, <laughs> yeah. did you ever have um problems oh i'm sorry Oh, her her DNA test says she's a hundred percent that witch. That witch. <laughs> Can we needlepoint that for me on the pillow, please? Um, was there ever was there ever a point where you noticed that uh, being pagan kind of like like a, like I I don't mean like a general sense, but like a specific point where like you were friends with somebody and everything was cool, and then they found out that you were pagan, and all they had to hear was the words, and they were like. Oh. I do remember like growing up like like I wouldn't talk about it a lot but like if I yeah. did like people would very evangelical people would be like what that's not good or you know they would yeah, like you're kind of definitely going to hell yeah. yeah but actually I really noticed it when I started stand-up and I would try to talk and do jokes about this and I was in Orange County and just so many people are Christian and, yeah. I, and I've even talked to other comics that grew up Christian and I'm like is the word pagan scary and they're like oh yes. super yeah super yeah. it's like like saying I love Satan. You yeah, know? 100%. Um, so I realized crowds would freak out or like they would ice up and I'd have to – or it would be so weird that I have to explain a lot of backstory, you know? Yeah. Um, so mostly that, like just that we do have – a we are like a Judeo-Christian society, so it is still this like undertone of like, <gasps> you know, thing. Do you I – mean, did you find a way to kind of like – did you change your wording? Did you stop doing those jokes? Like how did you account for that? It depends. Like in some ways I would try to like either provide more context or like – make more jokes about obviously I'm like not into it you know mm -hmm. um but I still kind of I still try to figure out how to like talk about it without it just coming out of nowhere too because yeah. obviously it's like fucking crazy and I don't say everything I've yeah. said on this podcast but um, it probably does better in LA than it did in Orange County yeah for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure because people are more you know there's a lot there's a lot of witchy white bitches here yeah, really. yeah. um so uh yeah i don't know but it's still it's still is like kind of nuanced i certainly have like never tried to do i've never tried to do that like in the midwest or something i'm oh, sure yeah. they would yeah. like lose the freak the well i out. think the funniest thing about it is like yeah you grew up quote-unquote pagan but yeah. it's really just like every divorced dad who's just yeah. Yeah. into swords yes. like it's, yeah. yeah that's what happened that's the real <laughs> you just had somebody who went through a weirder midlife crisis than the rest of <laughs> yeah. us yeah 
I he do. Got a, he got a, a more uh, ancient. Yeah. yeah. He got a bright red horse uh, instead of a Corvette. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I just remember when the earthquakes happened a couple weeks ago, you had posted something on Facebook. You're like, oh, but did any of you have a dad who hid you under his Viking shield during earthquakes? <laughs> that is very true. That is my earliest memory. Actually, I was two years old. That's kind of sweet. And we were in a really crazy earthquake. Our, actually, at the time, our house was on the fault line. And mm-hmm. we had to like move out because it like um, our house shifted off its foundation during Oh, my God. It was a like, really Fuck. intense. I was now that I think about it, I'm like, this is a very like um Viking god like origin story. Like I was born yeah. of an earthquake, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I was two years old and I remember like it shaking and my dad grabbing me and then grabbing the Viking shield off the wall and putting it over me. Which again, it's like maybe don't put heavy wooden items <laughs> over a small child during an earthquake. Right. Like right. that uh, but you know. But the gods protected me, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> they saved their little goddess. If you're, if you've ever uh, been talking about your pagan background on stage and it doesn't go well, have you ever considered just taking out a rune and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and just like doing pricking an your finger? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flappers, My Yoo-Hoo <laughs> room, February second. <laughs> oh my god, that's very uh, well. I, I, I keep I keep trying to relate your life to mine, and I'm sorry if that's true. <laughs> but I had like I I was uh, homeless for like a year and a half. It's not Congrats. the same as pagan. Thank you. <laughs> but it's uh it's the same thing of like you talk to people about it, and there's such a weird stigma about it mm. that like you have to find this weird way to like yes I'm the thing that you hate and is an- is is annoying to you, but it's uh like. Ah, come on. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Come on. Well, laugh about it. People get really upset about it, but like Armando in some ways was homeless by choice. Yeah, I was completely homeless by choice. It was like I <laughs> I had I lived in San Diego and I had like my own uh like apartment and a really good job and I left it because I just wanted to do more comedy. Like I I completely made the choice myself. That's, you didn't really Well, voluntary homelessness is also a different Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Different yeah, lifestyle. for sure. That's very funny though actually yeah it's hilarious that's how that's how i relate it to people is that it's like uh my homelessness was like um white people having dreadlocks yeah a personal (laughs) choice that never works well for you that no one understands yeah Yeah. that many people are offended by exactly so but i so yeah it's different for me because i don't have to bring it up it's not a it's a big part of my life but it's not a huge part of my foundation yeah Yeah. well it's it's hard because like i grew up super catholic and catholics have a lot of like traditions like we had lent Mm -hmm. and my parents were like we go to church every sunday like they were like card carrying catholics and like we did all the holidays and so it's weird to like as an adult to just be like i don't it's fine like sometimes i miss that like the tradition part like Mm. and the the mindfulness that comes like for lent you give something up and it's like kind of proving to yourself like you don't need anything of this world like you can give up sugar you can give up whatever and you create these challenges for yourself you can give up vaping armando uh and (laughs) (laughs) oh god i don't know if that came through but i just hit a jewel (laughs) i had to buy jewel pods for him yesterday and it's the most embarrassing thing i've ever done (laughs) subtext is i vape yeah Yeah. i hate it but it was it's hard as an adult to like not feel tied to these traditions because in a way like those traditions are feeling like you have a bigger tribe or you have a bigger family than just your people. And like, now that I'm an adult, I miss that sense of like belonging, but I also don't necessarily want to tie myself to a religion that doesn't like gay people or like is kind of racist sometimes and like hides 
sexual abuse scandals. Yeah. So like, I don't want to be a part of that part of it. And I don't necessarily believe what you're selling. And I don't, you know, there's all these things that I don't believe in or I don't agree with, but like I miss tradition. Yeah. Sometimes. And it's really the, like they talk about, I mean, just in general, like people as humans, we love ritual. Yeah, we do. Because it comforting. provides yeah. structure. And I think actually, I do actually believe that like pretty much most religions really nail something. Like I think Jews nail death. Yeah. Like the ritual, they have a very specific ritual. You have to help bury the or, body at a Jewish funeral. Yeah, and yeah. like sitting Shiva is like, it's psychologically, it to- makes total sense. Yeah. I think yeah. like some other, like everybody nails one part of like a human experience yeah. with their rituals and we need it because it provides structure and it's like a touchstone. Um, I mean, it's even, it's like we celebrate birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because it's ritual and ceremony. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, we c- c- celebrate all these transitions of lives you know mm-hmm. weddings babies all that stuff i think it's necessary because it does mark time and it makes you feel like, yeah i don't know a I, part I, of I, I really love ritual yeah. i really actually really do love yeah ritual. not sacrifice anymore yeah but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's something comforting about ritual and knowing like yeah. this is my experience but this is also everyone's experience yeah this is and our part thing together thing. yeah 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 that's that's a huge i have a giant family uh and we do huge stuff at christmas that's and really sweet it's yeah it's one of those things that like when i was working in retail and couldn't go home for it it would devastate mm. me but it was because it's like this is what we do every year we all do it together it's a thing that we all have decided is important yeah and, and it's also you deciding to spend it. time with each other 100%. Yeah. and like yeah. reconnect your family together mm-hmm. she was in a christmas cult <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kind of. I make Christmas ornaments year round. It's like a a Christmas person. Wow, I'm a Christmas person. Yeah, I love Christmas too. That's my jam. I like Halloween. That's my. So I'm becoming more of a Halloween person because my fiance is a Halloween person. Because in his family, growing up, I think for a lot of people, it's very easy to make Christmas into a very materialistic holiday when it doesn't have to be yeah and in my family a lot of our traditions are centered around being together Mm -hmm. and being with each other and eating together and making ornaments that are terrible and forcing them upon each other and it's (laughs) wonderful um but it's not a lot of it is tied to materialistic stuff like if there were no gifts no one would care like we decided probably 10 15 years ago to stop giving gifts to each other as adults i like that yeah i like that and to give to like a family in need instead that's, cool. oh, that's really that's yeah, really I, like, yeah I think that's the way it should be yeah, yeah and and for us it's like it's still important for us to get together and to be together but it's not important for us to get stuff because we have stuff yeah. but my fiance's family um i think struggled a lot when he was growing up and didn't necessarily have money for christmas all the time and so for him christmas is not necessarily a pleasant memory Mm. we're working on it um (laughs) but halloween was Mm. so we're we're trying to be both a christmas and a halloween family Halloween is a poor kids' holiday because you get free candy. Yeah. Good. That's a good yes, point. no, 100 That's a hundred percent. That's why your mom likes it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really funny. because like it's very easy to make a costume at home that works. You're trick or treating. You're getting candy from other people. Yeah. But it's, it's go to a, those rich neighborhoods. You go to, well, and it's a thing that is is not Armando's as commercial. laughing so hard because he just realized it's why he true. loves Halloween. It's so, it makes so much sense. But also, like you know, he loves horror movies. I do too, and it's very much a. Halloween is a movie holiday and it's becoming a movie holiday just like there are Christmas movies that everyone likes. There's Halloween movies Mm -hmm. that everybody likes. So it's one of those things where I kind of understand societally why that's a more important holiday 
to him. So I'm working because when he <laughs> when we got together, I had like Christmas decorations for days and I had zero Halloween wow. ones because as much as I like Halloween, I didn't care that much about it. So I'm now trying to like beef up our arsenal of Halloween <laughs> decorations That's very cute. to match the Christmas ones. So it's not just vastly outweighing the Halloween ones. I just, yeah, it's very sweet though. My childhood yeah. was very like Christmas has always been very materialistic, but also very tied to like ego. So like I, I had divorced parents, and uh, it was always like a big deal. Like once we once my mom moved out of her hometown, then it was like who are you? Who's Armando gonna spend Christmas with mm. this year? Who's the better parent? And it made it very a very stressful event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then my I, I my dad it. would do shit where he was like, well, if you're not gonna be at my house for Christmas, then I'm not gonna give you Christmas presents. And oh. to a kid, you're like, what are you doing? Why are you being yeah. a dick? I. Well, in my house, we didn't, uh, or at my dad's, we didn't celebrate Christmas. It was Yuletide. I I love Yuletide traditions. Did you also do Feast of St. Lucia? We didn't. Okay. Um, That's another really cool one. (laughs) Oh, wait. Santa Lucia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, my mom's, we did. Okay. Which, this all reminded me of one last thing about, that I actually do like about the Midsummer cults, Mm -hmm. and that a lot of religions have, is like, and I do think that in America specifically, like, we're pretty distant from it, but like, worshiping your ancestors. Yeah, like, or Koreans connecting. Do that hardcore. Yeah, a lot of Asian cultures like connecting with your ancestors, like honoring them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe in America we don't do it because we're like, ooh, don't want to honor that history. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but it is a very it's an important part of identity and yourself and your like understanding. Mm-hmm. So I actually do like the idea of honoring the ancestors. I feel like it's way more common in other parts of the country where I feel like the South is very dedicated to I'm so-and-so's grandson who was the grandson of so-and-so. They're really into heritage. They're very yeah, into heritage. it's not hate for sure. Well, I That's think... That's what the bumper sticker not, says, you, you know? Yeah. 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 It's not always... I mean, sometimes it's just like, it's very... Like, I have Southern family that yeah. came from... Uh, it's, it's not always, but it's also... France. I think it's different because here a lot of us are immigrants. Yeah. So we sometimes lose track. Right. Well, yeah. And that's what, in America in general, it's like it's an immigrant nation. So yeah. a lot of people are disconnected from there. I mean, I know a lot about like where my people come from and it is comforting. Yeah. Like I, it's nice to know that like we've always been people that make things like my, my mom's family have always been farmers and my dad's family have always been like doctors and surgeons. And so like the fact that I'm an artist, like, yeah, I'm good at making shit. That's mm-hmm. what from both sides, my people, they make shit, they fix shit. They do things with their hands. That's what we do. Yeah. So it's like, Come it's from a comforting. family of drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good at it. But yeah. I like that. I thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. This has been wonderful and fascinating. And um, I'm trying to think of like a Norse greeting. I know it's skull. They say skull in the. That's like their cheers in in the movie. They say. Did your dad make you learn? any Norse like can you speak any no and he didn't know any either so it was like <laughs> fuck off wait do you want to talk about his 23 and me results well that'll be a whole other thing <laughs> um so I'll yeah I'll skull. Uh, thank you for coming. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, tell thank everyone you. where to find you. You guys can go to katiefrench.com. I spell Katie with a Y. 
check out my calendar. You can find all my videos. You can find my web series, Living with Jonathan and Katie, on YouTube and also on my website. And all those fantastic childhood pictures. Oh, yes. Follow pictures. me on Instagram at yeah. Katie French. You will love to see me in a tunic, in a bodice, yes. in many a, many a childhood costume. What's your, uh, what's your web, like a synopsis, not, maybe not a synopsis, but like a short summary of your web series? Uh, it's me and Jonathan Rao, very funny comedian, and we interview different people about random things and we like it's kind of like a gay feminist mr rogers like <laughs> we bring on an expert to talk about a subject and then we do an activity with, with them so like we had a drag queen in we lip sync for our lives we had a mortician in we gave each other shady eulogies like it's very funny. it's a random you had a bodybuilder we had a natural bodybuilder we had uh we had my mom she taught us to juggle it's a whole that's thing. awesome yeah, just yeah. go check it out <laughs> i've always been really upset that what i do isn't considered bodybuilding which is just eating a lot of carbs body growing <laughs> yeah i'm building more body uh, but yeah thank you so much for coming on do you do you want to give your uh instagram twitter she i think she just did yeah did? at katie, katie french i'm super Funny. tired it's so <laughs> early and cool you can edit um, out <laughs> Uh, I'm at Paige Wesley on Twitter or Rampage Wesley on Instagram. You can find me at Mondo Does Stuff, M A N D O Does Stuff uh, on everything, including my website, which is MondoDoesStuff.com. It's got all my show dates and everything like that. You can find me at Sundress Comic if you care about comedy or at Andrea Gazetta if you want to look at my sweet, sweet paintings. Come hang out. And as always, you can find us at www.cultpodcastshow.com. You can also find us on Twitter uh, at Colt Podcast Show or Instagram at Colt Podcast. And if you want to send us any like sweet, sweet eye patches or Nazi golds. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. That's both things that we've gotten. I yeah. have that coin up there above the naked picture of Tupac, which sounds like a joke I'm doing, but it's no, not. That is, that is a naked picture of Tupac. I gave that to him before we started dating. Yeah. Aww, true love. And uh, uh, yeah, that's that's a Nazi coin from the Third Reich era of Germany that's somebody sent me yeah uh if you want to send us any cool shit you can send that to 3756 west avenue 40 sweet k number 237 like, like the, the shining, shining los angeles california 90065 you can also send us an email to coltpodcastshow at gmail.com hooray and i think I, for this one oh i just realized like the shining is our ritual it is our original. That and they do it every time. I that love and the it. It's yay. really sweet. I like it. Uh, apparently on a conference call the other day, I said yay to a customer and one of my coworkers was on the line <laughs> for QA and she was just like, you said it exactly the way you do on the podcast. It was very strange. <laughs> I find it troublesome that your quality assurance is a fan of you outside of Half work. Half the office listens to the show. It's, it's problematic. Very funny. <laughs> uh, but but I, not the Patreon. They ain't paying for <laughs> shit. We <laughs> talk shit all day on Patreon, dude. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they could just get me in person. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna say don't drink the period blood drink. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, and don't drink the Kool Aid. Bye. Bye.